All right, welcome back to Nerding Daily. This episode, we are going to talk about Dead to Me, season two on Netflix. And if you haven't seen season two, it's going to be awesome for you to start with season one and then go right into season two. This was great. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, Robert? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> it's good. It's a complete continuation of the first season. So, yeah, just hop into it. Once you're done with season one, go into season two. Um, although comparing the two seasons together. But that's typical. I would still say season one. Well, yeah. Season one just has that. I mean, they're building chemistry. You have that dynamic of knowing the secret. And I, yeah. And that secret is just like too good, you know, and then and then she, yeah, yeah. Just her character and her personality and her own personal struggle versus the grief and loss and anger. I mean, the way she listens to uh, heavy metal in the car and screams and then her her advocacy for um, stop signs. So you, you just don't know what's going to happen once that secret's revealed. But this this season really picked up right off of that. I mean, yeah. right, right away. I mean, it hits the ground running. Uh, what do you think? Well, yeah, because they have to deal with, and this is spoilers for season one, so if you have more season one, turn it off now. <laughs> um, Steve is dead. Right. <laughs> so they have to deal with, you know, what to do with the body. There's a security camera footage of him going into her house. Um, it's a it's it's a it's a big mess, and it you is. see Jen and Judy cleaning it up, which is hilarious to me that we actually want them to get away with it. Like the way this show, it it has that Dexter like phenomenon where you're like rooting for these. I mean, really, ultimately, they're criminals. They're bad. They're bad people. I mean, they're they're great characters, but they're what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, want, definitely. You definitely. want them to get away with it, but not. I mean, I mean, going back to that, actually, he w- he wanted to kill one of them. I think, right? Uh, he wanted to murder his ex-wife or his current wife. I can't remember. The ex-wife. The, yeah. the ex-wife, right? So maybe it was self-defense. But hopefully, unlike Dexter, this doesn't last like nine or ten or whatever seasons. Oh no, I can't see it doing that. Can you? I, I don't see. No, it that would do. that would get so obnoxious. It's, it's like that would be the point of like. Just arrest them already. Get it over <laughs> right, with. <get> it done. <laughs> yeah. But I really like how they were able to bring back the same character as his twin brother. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a nice James Marsden got another shot, so he's not just in uh, flashbacks. He's the identical twin brother. That is such a cheesy sitcom thing to do. It totally is, dude. Soap opera, Days of Our Lifestyle. <laughs> to a degree, I kind of like it. I did too. And he's so nice. <laughs> he's super nice. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. They didn't even try to make him look different. No, they didn't. They, yeah, it's pretty funny. And it's just to build up on the shock of seeing, oh, Steve is right there alive. Oh, no, wait. I didn't. I never told you this. He has a twin brother. Right. <laughs> See, like, how'd they keep that secret? And then what's funny, too, is there's almost this, like, there's these moments where there's almost, like, for her, a question of reality of did it really happen because she had one way of remembering it remember and it didn't go down that way yeah it went down a completely different way than she remembered which is so weird oh jen killing steve jen killing steve yeah sorry yeah yeah um she first says that it was self-defense right we assume it was a you know a gun a gunshot but no it was out of a fit of anger yeah smacks him in the head with that wooden bird and he i guess drowns in the pool i'm not sure i don't know if he hits his head and then drowns i'm not sure but Um, i mean it didn't help 
No, it didn't help. No, for sure. And then they stuff them in the freezer. <laughs> this is wrong. Well, I mean, you put yourself in you know, Jen's shoes. Right. You are you have two kids in the house. You can't leave in the middle of the night. No. Because, of course, true. there's going to be witnesses. Where else? What else do you do with it? Oh, but her keeping true. his car oh, was yeah. stupid. Oh, that was weird. Could have driven it off a cliff. Oh, yeah. Avoided all this misunderstanding with her kid. Oh, she got me a brand new Mercedes. Oh, my gosh. That part was just so insane. I actually liked it, though, how he drove around all of L.A. with it, like completely defiant. He's got that girl he's seen. I mean, it was just it was perfect. And they're they're getting what was it? CCTV was taking pictures of it everywhere. Yeah. She was posting it on her Instagram. The girlfriend yeah. it is just asking for trouble. And it's, you know, they're trying to rope that kid more into their business. They are. Yeah. Oh. And it's 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 I mean, everything's so obvious that he's figuring it out. Right. But the cops can't. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, that was confusing. So got this other like side story where one cop hates. Um, what's her name? Uh, Liz. Judy. Or Judy. Yeah. One cop yeah. hates Judy and she can't stand her. And it just so happens that Judy's like done with guys, I guess. And she's mm-hmm. just into this. This I don't remember the, the girlfriend's name is like Katie or something. I don't remember. But uh, she's she was getting in, into her and they're developing this relationship. And she just so happens to be the ex-girlfriend of the cop that hates her. <laughs> it's just See so that? For me, painful. that was strike two for this season with bad writing. Right? First, it's the identical twin that nobody's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention that he has an identical twin. And then it was, of course, the cop that hates Judy. Yep is the ex and still lives with Judy's girlfriend. Yeah. That's like, come on. That to me was like, um, and, and after a while, okay, yeah, there, it's, it's got a, it, it can be funny at times and awkward and painful. But then later, like, there's just no way. I just don't see her turning a blind eye. You know what I mean? To a crime just because she can take someone else down. Oh, I just don't yeah. see that happening. That was her chance. That was her chance to, you know. But I guess at that point it didn't matter anyway because her ex moved out, right? So they wouldn't get at ahead the, of themselves. Mm, you're talking about the finale? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I'm still going to give the next season a shot because I enjoyed it so much. But oh, that yeah, technically would be strike three oh. <laughs> because Jen, and we're jumping here right uh, to the very end of the season, but Jen gives herself to the cop saying that she killed Steve mm-hmm. and they're going to go back to the Angeles National Forest mm-hmm. where they buried his body because they finally found a good time to bury his body. And they don't find it because it's a big forest. Right. But the cop lady that's been so like hung up on catching Jen and Judy just lets her go. Right. In some of the worst green screen ever. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah, it was bothering that me. That whole car ride. Yeah, like... Yeah, it was pretty badly done. Yeah, I know. When you have like a higher definition television, it just sticks out. <laughs> you just can't. It just looks so bad. Yeah. Oh, but like man. what cop would do that? No, you you would put them in custody at least what? and get, you know, more cops, dogs to find the body. And I think why is it just, yeah, girl power? I understand you free to go. You murder. Well, and then. I guess her whole it didn't make sense to me. She got that phone call about how they got the other guy, the, the their their boss, who's like owned by the mafia or whatever. Yeah, the mafia. Because like, that's an easy 
that's an easy thing to to, to beat every right? show or movie. Just throw the mafia in there. They're bad guys to the core. Well, and like they're going to take him down instead, like as if taking him down would any way impede taking this other lady to jail for what she did. Exactly. It makes no sense. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well. And it, and it sounds like I'm being harsh, but I actually did really enjoy it. Me too. I, I really did. It was fun. But their chemistry is really good. They're both great actresses and comedians. Um, they have good... I think they have good chemistry together, and they're they're. It's fun to watch them. Um, yeah, Christina Applegate and uh, Linda Cardellini. Yep, they're they're really good. And forgive me, I don't remember the girlfriend's name. I, I always either. just think of her as Tom's girlfriend on Parks and Rec. Oh right, right. Because that's the other major thing I've seen her in. But see, they had a good um, relationship too, and I like how it started. That it was completely, you know, it was it was completely casual, and then it turned into like this budding. Um, romance and then they actually went through with it did she play michelle like, was it natalie morales yeah yeah that's her okay but like that was done really well where it wasn't out of left field it wasn't you know making a lesbian couple just to make a lesbian couple right you right. saw their relationship grow which i really appreciated that made it more realistic than just judy just one day is like I'm going to date women now. No, it's not like that. Yeah. that Judy's a free spirit and that's how she would, you know, she would start a relationship with somebody she was interested in, no matter if it was a man or a woman. That's and true. That's what she did. They, uh, they did, they did start off as friends first. That's true. I forgot about that. They, uh, they, they were, uh, hanging out. Because, uh, the nursing home. Because of the, of the yeah. and because of the grandma, right? <laughs> the, yeah. Natalie's mom at the nursing home. That's right. That's right. Um, and I thought the kids did really well this season. They were, their acting was pretty up to par. Um, it was up to par, but it was like, you know, kids in a comedy show. Right, right. That's what I thought. Like it wasn't anything deep, but they still did well. But they weren't, they weren't getting on my nerves. No, no, no. I agree. Yeah. So it was a good season. I enjoyed it. I, um, the, the, uh, there was some good, good parts for sure. There were some good scenes. It was definitely stressful. (laughs) <laughs> yeah certain times which i appreciated because you're just thinking like oh my gosh how are they going to get out of this how are they going to get away with this there were so many times that you we thought for sure they were going to get caught she was like right on their tail and then man how crazy was that ending <laughs> yeah Jeez, like really? they just they they're running out of lives here they that's are that's the way that i see it with the next season they have to face some consequences to keep this interesting to me. Well, it almost feels like they just get to the point where they're clean off the hook and then boom, something happens. Car accident. It's just wrong place at the wrong time. Well, and then, you know, and then the guy driving, like, (laughs) it's just like, really? Oh man. See, and that's once again, like there's only like six characters on this show and they keep running into each other. literally. Literally. Yep. Like that's just, that's, that's an easy shortcut. Well, it's just too easy of a shortcut, I think. Well, and and the other thing I wanted to bring up, remember the the sub storyline of the little boy and the bird from last yep. season that he thought was his dad. Yeah. And then the bird gets what caught in the garage or something. And then he's dating that little or he's not dating. He's like he has play dates with that little sociopath. And yeah. And he thought the dog killed his bird, but it was really her. <laughs> oh, gosh, mm-hmm. That's brutal, man. So brutal. <laughs> that little girl was so creepy she was great i like I, well yeah she was perfect at that part i'll say it <laughs> yeah she was creepy oh yeah um 
Yeah. What was your favorite part? Did you have a favorite part or episode? Um, I like that uh, uh, Judy's relationship with Natalie was probably my favorite, but it was interesting that Jen and Ben got together. Oh, yeah. I forgot about I forgot to talk about that. Like, that's still almost like soap opera-esque. I killed your brother, but I love you. Yeah. I don't care if you're his identical twin. But I, I like that she still had, like, flashbacks to killing Steve. She still is dealing with the grief, even though Steve was horrible. Well, and that has to be... I mean, that would be... In real life, that would be a really difficult, like, position to be in. To be in love with a person who looks just like someone who wanted to kill you, and then you ended up killing. That would be a hard... Because you'd yep. have to look at that face every day for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, he's he has no idea because his brother's missing, you know, and he's there to support the mom. And then he finds out about the car and, you know, they have that... What was it? A, it wasn't really a wake. It was more like a, like a vi- candlelight visual. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that was painful to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can see the purity with Ben because right. he's the nice twin, but it was just, it made me feel so bad for him that, like, these two know what's going on and they know that Steve is never coming back. Right. But they, it's it's stressful to watch because, you know. They're, they're feeding they, into it. Yeah, and, they're and feeding they, into it, but they know the truth. Right. And then I thought for sure Sam was going to blow it because that's, he was at the slideshow and he saw the car, like he recognized the car, which honestly is is kind of far fetched in a way because mm-hmm. I mean in L.A. those cars are a dime a dozen, you know what I mean? Like in the silver silver cars, it's like an ocean of silver cars out there. <laughs> oh, L.A. Uh, city with millions and millions of people, right? Not 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 just six people, right? Right. So okay, that, that was a little far fetched. I, I I think yeah. if I was a teenage boy. I would just be like, oh, that's cool. I drove a car like that. I wouldn't assume it was the same car. But then yeah. it was, I think it was the hat that validated it, right? The hat that he was wearing. Yeah, because the hat was in the back that yeah. his uh, girlfriend at the time took and wore. Which I'm glad um, they added the hat in because I think they realized that. I think they needed to have it, yeah, <laughs> have a little more connective tissue there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's still a really good show. It sounds yeah. like we're dogging on it. But it, it's it's far-fetched, but it's good. It is good. I yeah, I, I I was really excited when it came on, and I enjoyed it. So. Oh, no, James. What's up? James, I just remembered the other show that we watched. What was it? Hollywood. Oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it, too. <laughs> oh, gosh. What'd you I think? I guess we're done with Dead to Me Season 2, yep. because we got to talk about Hollywood um, at least a little bit. What was going on with Hollywood, man? <laughs> it felt uh, like a Mad Men. It felt like a Mad Men world <laughs> madman wannabe wannabe because yes. a lot of people in that felt like they were just wearing a costume yeah right it didn't feel like they were actually from the 40s no no and the it's weird because i warmed up to it mm-hmm. and then the finale dropped me off again the first episode and last episode i think are pretty bad i was yeah. gonna say all that last episode felt like the episode before a finale it didn't feel like the finale. I, Jackie and I were like, oh, that, that was it? Oh, it's weird. It's The finale is too goody-goody, happy yeah. ending, everybody's happy, everything works out. Right. Um, and the first episode, yeah, I understand you're setting things up. You're trying to set up this world. Sure. Which 
they don't do a good job with because they just have one of the main characters, this like plain freaking white bread guy mm-hmm. that has barely a personality. I, he, he was that just he's not even an actor, but he wants to be in movies. He's like, I've been in war. Do you have any war films I can be in? It's like, come <laughs> yeah, on, dude. Oh was he supposed to be like um, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Stewart? Because <laughs> oh, it's like gosh. he would go in and out of that Jimmy Stewart voice. And then I thought I was confusing him with somebody else. And then I, I realized I wasn't. It was him. <laughs> Just like, Mary, Mary. <laughs> yeah. oh. it, was, it was so bad. It was, I, I hated that character um, pretty much the whole season. Um, Jack Costello but I did, was his name, I guess. I, I didn't realize what they were doing until about halfway through the show, though, hmm. which they're rewriting history. Right. It's this not is, historically accurate. This is the Hollywood this, they wanted it to be. Yes. Exactly. And yes. that's, me and Charlie had a long conversation about this. It's in a way whitewashing history. It is, which is wrong. Absolutely. Which I mean, there was, you know, there still is issues with, you know, prejudice and, you know, racism. Right. Still in Hollywood. Right. Things wouldn't go this smoothly in Hollywood today. No. But it was like I think there was one or two episodes where it's like, oh, we're going to keep you in an apartment on the lot because things are getting too scary. It seemed like 3 days of protesters, one um uh flaming cross Right. And one window breaking. Right. That seems like the only racial tension that there was at the time, which it would have been way worse. Oh, no, absolutely. I think. Yeah. And to really not show the process of these people coming to terms with it completely and overcoming it. It was like, you know, a couple of bad days and then they overcame it. Right. And then trying to go back on history and saying, like, this is what history should have done is a disregard for, you know, oh. people of color or people of different races in Hollywood that have had to fight for 80 years. Right. And they're right. still not there. Yeah. So it's I, I think it's it's weird because they're trying to be inclusive and they're trying to make this a happy ending. But it kind of seems insensitive. No, I, I get it. I, I get what you're saying, because I, I feel like it would have been better if they would show how how awful it was and how things didn't go the way they should and and how all these roles that should have gone to uh people of that ethnicity went to white people who would uh you know make their use makeup let's just say yeah. that um don't don't get me wrong i wanted this to be like another boardwalk empire yeah. or mad men yeah. where it's messing with the past a little bit because right. they wanted to fit this narrative but this one they completely rewrote it well and it kept but it was, that's how it would have been i mean would, white people would have been uh you know right the the, the front runners for everything well that's how it was that's what that's what happened i mean look at yep. kung fu and the, the legend continues that should have been bruce lee yep you know what i mean and it wasn't yep. <laughs> but uh um, you had uh laura harris went over you know a pretty young blonde white girl right that never would have happened right. um the writer basically telling the studio to F off yeah, <laughs> um, that you're going to keep my name on this script, right. which they wouldn't even have told him in the first place. Nah, they probably would have just stole in it. In reality. Right. They would just stole like, it and put the studio name on it. There would have been no credit. Exactly. Yeah. It, Not this, oh, we're just giving you a warning that, you know, we're going to have to put someone else's name on it, but it's still your script. Right. No, that conversation never would have happened. No, they just would have put someone else's name. Yeah, and then yeah. they go to the Oscars, which, of course, this movie is so amazing that it goes to the Oscars. 
Right. Even though it sounds pretty plain. For the time, if it actually was made in the 1940s, if the film that they made actually was in the 1940s, it would be groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. But it seems kind of plain otherwise. Uh, but yeah, the, the Academy Awards and the whole thing about, oh, you're, you're a black woman. You can't sit in the front row. I'm nominated, you a-hole, mm -hmm. is basically what she said. Let me through. But then she gets to her seat and the black writer it's like, is, yeah. is like two seats down from her. Yeah. No issues. No problem. Yeah. And, and he's an openly gay man now. He's not even closeted because right, him right. and Rock Hudson, like, went down the aisle and together holding out. hands. <laughs> well, and they kissed too, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they, they kissed on the They would have had a pictures. much bigger issue with him oh, getting yeah. into the Academy Awards than her. He would have been. But they don't even speak of it. They, they would have blackballed him. I mean, yeah. it would have been over with. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. They kind of. I just we both found that me and Charlie found that really weird that there was this whole fight which was so orchestrated. Why would you invite a black woman? Why would you nominate a black woman? Right. One. And then and then say, oh, the producers have a different idea because this wasn't even on television. It was on the radio. Well, and here's the danger of it. OK, so we know we you and I know history enough to know this is just a fantasy. The problem yeah. is, in the future, when children find this, that grow up and they find this show, Netflix, what have you, it's going to yeah. mislead their past perspective. Because the way kids are is they don't go read things on their own. They depend on picking up knowledge from shows, you know. And that's most shows are typically pretty accurate. So you just figure that's how it is. They're just going to assume this how it, this is how it was, yes. right? Yes. So there's a little bit of danger in that. Um, yeah. Also, I felt like it was too whimsical, too lighthearted on the subjects. Even, yes. even though it was it was trying to be serious, I felt like it was going to break into a musical number at any moment, which it never did. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt like it was which, about to happen. If it, if it worked, you know, mm -hmm. if it had the right tone, then it could have done that. I kept thinking of uh, Hail Caesar, the <laughs> Coen Brothers movie, because that's an actual love letter of a movie mm -hmm. to 1940s Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's just people putting on costumes for a lot of the actors on it. Like, uh, I always get this wrong. It's either Dylan McDermott or D Dermot Mulroney. I think it's Dylan McDermott, the gas station. Yes, guy. it is Dylan McDermott. Yeah, you're right. Dylan McDermott. Yeah, he played Scott. Um, he was good. He was over the top, but it was kind of necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a lot of good acting in this and I just really wish that the tone really fit better. Yeah. Because yeah, you're right, it is too whimsical. Yeah. Which you do get enjoyment out of it, but then yeah. it's kind of I, I don't know, it's it's like a candy that's hollow inside. It just it always feels like it's I don't know. It, it, every scene there will be there'll be serious scenes, but the, the the way the music's cued, the way the lighting's done, it just it just feels too like like an episode of Friends. <laughs> yeah, Charlie uh, like, kind of hated the music, so yeah, I, I agree with you there. It's just like ba 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 da ba ba ba. You know, I just had a heart attack. Da, 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 da. You know, you're like what? <laughs> oh, Rob Reiner. Oh, my wife. Now you're a softy, Rob Reiner. Now you're yeah. dead, Rob <laughs> Reiner. Now we're gonna give the studio to a woman that's Jewish. It's like no. Ba, da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, we're just like what. That wouldn't have happened. It's just crazy. And we're going to make a movie. Where's Mel Brooks? I keep looking for Mel Brooks. <laughs> oh, no. The bad lawyer yeah. threw the movie in the furnace. <laughs> yeah, no, there's yeah. another copy. 
Because I knew he was screwing with your movie, kid. <laughs> Which, okay, that was actually <laughs> pretty good. That was one of the more realistic parts of that the old show, man. which is weird for me. Yeah. Because something like that, something similar to that happened with Toy Story 2. Oh, right. The master copy got lost. <laughs> yeah. And somebody had a backup somehow. They just knew so, someone was screwing it up or they were going to take it hostage and have it for ransom and they chickened out. That's my theory. <laughs> <laughs> but see that I'm like, oh, well, I can tie that to something that actually happened. happened. Yeah. Historically. So that I kind of got a kick out of, even though it's far fetched. It's possible. Obviously, it happened. Well, and that, but, but then some of this other stuff, I'm like, uh, I dig I, that. I wish it happened like this, but it didn't. I dig that old man's speech, though, when he told uh, Jim Parsons' character off Henry. Yeah. When yeah. they were sitting there and he was like, you leave this kid's movie alone. <laughs> yeah. I've no, done a lot good. of films. <laughs> and that's, see, that is true to. This um, directors and editors, because yeah. there's with big movies, there is a fight about who gets final cut. So that right. is accurate with um, Alien 3. Like there's technically not even a director's cut, but they go off of like a what do they call it assembly cut. Mm. There's, you know, Ridley Scott does all these crazy cuts for Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. Like that's true that people sometimes have to fight. Sometimes people lock each other out wow. of editing rooms so they can get the movie made their way uh and i'm surprised that um i like jim parsons so much well yeah he i mean he really um he really made a point i think to erase his character from an earlier show <laughs> as much as he could <laughs> oh yeah i think he's he's trying to get away from that that type of you know intellectual you know um hierarchy i don't know what you'd call it you know and put himself in more a like almost like I wouldn't call him a sleazeball, but like he's a manager. Oh, you know, but you know, no, gotta he be, was a sleazeball. But they gotta be <laughs> a little bit, right? You know, um, and well, that's how and the business was. He was a predator. Yeah. Oh well, and there's that side too. Yeah. 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 Because um, that that was the game in Hollywood, right? I mean, everybody had to do something for somebody. There's favors going all over, whether they're on the up and up or not. That's that was that's like the underlining theme of Hollywood. And if they would have really done played that up a lot more, and and made it a little more serious less whimsical and play on yeah. how people have to sleep their way to the top that might have been a you know a little more accurate um depiction of hollywood rather it's like this idealistic fantasy is what they what they gave us i think that's yeah. why so many people were upset with it well that final episode kind of ruined jim parsons character for me because it's like oh they won the oscars yeah. six months later uh he stops drinking then a year later he uh tries to um get an apology out of rock or have rock hudson accept his apology oh right which right. a predator you would always want a predator to actually do or somebody that took advantage of so many people before right but it doesn't happen yeah it's just weird it's just weird <laughs> i don't know yeah the way they tied it up is very strange and they almost, yeah. I almost feel like they're like, yeah, we're not doing this again. So yeah, it, I but don't they, know if it's going to get renewed. They called it a miniseries, so I think that leaves it open, so they could right. jump to another decade if there is another season. But I don't know. There, I mean, Rock Hudson was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like, I like how awkward and closeted he was. The writer was like young and starry-eyed and hopeful that things can be different. Mm -hmm. I liked him. That's not, of course, accurate historically, but. Right. Pretty much everybody except for the main guy I really liked. Yeah, I would say so. I would say everyone's acting was, was good. Um, 
It's good to see Mod Apato. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no. Nah. <laughs> so everybody but David Corsuit and Mod Apato. You're you're down with <laughs> David Corn Sweat. Is that his name, that's Corn what, Sweat? No, that's that's what I kept calling. Oh, is what you're calling <laughs> with that really weird title um, sequence? Then yeah. climbing up the Hollywood sign. Right. Every time I was like David Corn Sweat. David Corn Sweat. Is that? Oh, that's plain. That's plain Jane. <laughs> like, oh gosh, that guy. I mean, but like the director that was half Asian. Like, oh yeah, yeah. The director was awesome. She was. Yeah, she was great. Oh, yeah. he. Oh, the he? Oh, oh, oh. I was uh, thinking the other one. Uh, Anna. She ends up playing um, an Asian character later, too, right? Anna Sorry. May Wong. I thought she. Anna May Wong, yeah. I thought she was a, a director, too. She's not? No, no, no. She was just a writer? No, she was just an actor. Oh, she was? was kind of over the hill. Because oh, okay. remember, the director had like a, a story with her in mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He was trying to pitch it to her, but she's like, I'm too old. That's Don't, right. That's know, right. Just let me go. Give up on me. And then they got her a supporting role. Oh, okay. Okay. I, oh, I was confused. Oh, oh, oh I, I, I can't believe I was about to skip this. What? Speaking of supporting role, because uh, Anne Mae Wong uh, is nominated and wins uh, yes. the Oscar for that. Right. Okay. Did you think it was weird that there was random groups of people to show, hey, Asians are listening to the Oscars. They care that it's an Asian person winning. Right. I saw that. Same with the black family. Same with the black guy. They did that. Yeah. Like they were but, listening on the radio. Which which is fine. Which right. it should have had uh, more of a montage of other people. Mm-hmm. Like everywhere. Like not just if you don't. Yeah. Not not just the minorities that are finally being, um, you know, recognized. I, I, recognized. Yeah. Yes. Um, but if you don't have white people also in that montage what's the point showing the understanding of oh well they won the oscar they won the oscar they won the oscar like you know anybody can make it you know, literally anybody can make it and maybe we're wrong it would have been great if they would have shown some people in the south listening and maybe they're upset you know what yeah. i mean knocking down their radio or something or maybe they're changing their minds or they're changing their minds yeah either way yeah. Maybe, but um but they didn't do that it's just this idealistic i don't know what would you call that? Uh, I, w- I just <laughs> like we're almost pacifying, tongue- uh, you know? Yeah. Let's yeah, just pacify them. You know, that's what we're going to do with this film. <laughs> like, but OK, it's awful. But but what was the point of the the young black man yeah. in this apartment by himself? Oh, it, it was right, supposed to right, insinuate right. that he was gay. Well, I which thought, fine. I thought fine if was... he is. But then what was his like? celebration dance what was that i thought i thought he was the the gay fellow's brother wasn't nope. he he wasn't no nope. oh i'm nope. so confused man i thought that was like the brother that was supportive and and he was like go get it done in the beginning i thought that's who that was but but that was so awkward it was just some random person there by themselves it doesn't give you anything to go off of that maybe he's a closeted homosexual that's fine but the weird dance huh. that he does yeah that was just yeah. threw me for a loop right. because it's this big joyous occasion they're winning oscars for their groundbreaking movie and he's just by himself in his room going <laughs> yeah that was weird yeah what the heck was that <laughs> i don't know i had a completely wrong idea of who it was for some reason i thought it was a relative of the writer maybe maybe and it was I but i totally missed that yeah wait i don't know now i'm gonna have to go back and watch that's i don't know i don't know what i have to do i just don't have to do 
I'm gonna do you that. Have to start another show. <laughs> now I did like I did like the intro though with them climbing up the Hollywood signs. The reason is because like they're climbing their way to the top. But but what's yeah. weird is the whole movie is about a woman who commits suicide, and she's yep. a real woman, by the way. It's yep. a real story about a woman from uh, she was an actress from New York, and yep. she didn't make it, and she literally did jump off the Hollywood sign, and killed herself, and supposedly she still haunts it today, allegedly. Um, but in the in their movie. Again, with that whole idealistic revisionist of of uh, history, she doesn't jump off. <laughs> Remember? Like they even, yeah, they even call themselves out for not being they like do. historically accurate and taking the easy way and just slapping a happy ending on it. They do call themselves out, yeah. and Henry Wilson wants it changed. That's the reason for the cutting. Yeah, they want they want that they want her to be saved, or they want her to save herself. I don't, I can't remember. To save herself, yeah. Yeah, it was to save herself. Yeah. But oh yeah. Well. <laughs> and I, I just have to say, you know, this is how progressive, you know, the world should be, especially Hollywood nowadays. Mm-hmm. But it just it doesn't work for a show that's set in the forties. No, it doesn't, huh? They should have done this more modern day. Yeah. Yeah, that would have a whole other tone, actually, mm-hmm. if it was done today. I I would have a completely different opinion of it probably how the um the gas station was also a real thing too it was yeah and that gas station now i I can give them props on how cool that gas station looked yeah yeah the way that the cars the cars they picked um you're right though about the costumes everything did feel like costumes i feel like i was watching a uh newer version of greece the musical (laughs) (laughs) everything was just a little too perfect almost Um, in the first episode right there there were so many extras in the first episode, like all the people lining up at the gates. That's when I was like, oh, yeah, it's just people playing dress up. Right. That's true. That's when it seemed odd to me. That's so true. No, you're right. But, um, yeah, it, that, it's just weird. And, yeah, and that gas, gas station has a, uh, an interesting uh, a story to it. <laughs> which is real. I know. Which is real. Isn't that crazy? Oh, boy. Like, how did, if you were the FBI or if you were cops, just stake, like, just stake out that place oh, yeah. for a day. You could close them down. Oh, absolutely. I right. was hoping, you know, the other shoe would drop in a lot of these circumstances, and it never did. Never Everybody did. just got away what they needed to. Well, for back then, I would want, I would bet that somebody was getting um, a piece of action as far as um, money every month at a uh, police department just to keep leave it alone. Because back then, that's how it Well, it still works that way. What am I saying? <laughs> they they should have done they should have brought that up yeah it's just an envelope shows up to the police chief's desk you know and they don't go over there and none of their boys are allowed to go over there so that's it that's unless the they want to Woo-hoo. oh yeah for whole other reasons yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but that's, oh that's that's hollywood i think that's all i have to say how about you yeah me too man i'm i i don't know if i'd watch another season of that um if it stays in the same era i definitely won't watch um, but if it goes to another uh, decade, like you said, and I might give it a second chance. How about you? I, I don't know. The, the more I think about it, <laughs> the more that. I think about it, the less I like it. Perfect. Um, <laughs> which is, I mean, I, I did really want to give this a shot. Sure. But, you know, it came very apparent that, you know, they have a disregard for history and, yeah, in their own way, they're whitewashing it. Right. Yeah. Ouch. Anyway. Cool. What's up um, I think it's time we talked about Solar Opposites. Oh, okay. All right. Let's do it. So th- is this season 
one or season two? So nope, least... this is season one. It's season one, okay. A uh, short little season. It's uh, from the creator of Rick and Morty, Justin Roiland. And you also have uh, Thomas Middleditch do the second character, other main character's voice. Cool. Um, Thomas Middleditch from Silicon Valley. Like, yeah. There's some cool people behind this show. Oh, yeah. But it's just weird that it kind of popped up on my Hulu feed. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's the thing. It's the uh, same guys that make Rick and Morty. And it feels a lot like Rick and Morty, but without the, like, charm behind all this it, crazy, yeah. horrible violence. <laughs> it, it's kind of strange. Um, and what, what I found was funny, too, like, they even use similar names. Like, instead of a Jerry, they have a Terry. Did you notice that? <laughs> oh, I never noticed that. Because <laughs> I kept thinking, don't be a Terry? No, it's don't be a Jerry. That's right. <laughs> and That's a good catch. It is good. I, yeah, Terry, and I think it's Thomas uh, Metal 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 Ditch plays Terry, right? He, mm-hmm. Who's like, is he a father? What's going on with him? <laughs> I can't figure it out. <laughs> is he it's, a dad? Uh, from what I understood, it's kind of like Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, where it's uh, four aliens that you know just try to lay low on Earth. Well, they so not. they're not so they're not kids, right? And they're not fathers. Oh, okay. But okay. they're just like four people on a mission. Gotcha. Well, then they crashed here. They're they're stuck here because their planet blew up, right? Yeah. And a few yeah. other ships left too, but they're just this was the closest place for them for whatever reason. Yeah. And they just hate in it. planets. They hate the Earth. <laughs> Yeah. So that that kind of setup kind of seems like a mixture of Third Rock from the Sun mm-hmm. and Invader Zim. It does, yeah. Like how you have like... an invader go to each planet right. to conquer it. Which, I mean, that works. It, it does. does work. But it's just, uh, I mean, the tone itself is so similar to Rick and Morty. It just makes me want to watch Rick and Morty more. This is like, yeah, me too, actually. That's what that's what it did to me. This, But this is like dollar store version Rick and Morty. In my opinion. Diet Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah, Rick and Morty diet. Totally. Totally. Not dollar store. I wouldn't go that okay. I wouldn't go that low. Cause because Rick and Morty, man, like but, they pull they pull those those scenes and you just like you can't help but go, Oh man, that's just wrong. Yeah. Like you can't help but say that. This I don't ever say that. Like it's like they didn't go far enough or something. <laughs> well, for me it's that, you know, you have the characters um of Rick and Morty, they they are the precedent. Mm. You have gotten comfortable with them. True. So if something crazy violent or crazy gory or crazy inappropriate happens, well, that's Rick and Morty because you've gotten accustomed to them. Right, right. With with these two, it's you don't know who they are, but here's a crazy episode where they kill fifty people. Right. Well, you know okay. what I, you know what I do like, and I wish they would did more with is the the, the the younger two aliens who have the um, hamster cage collection of tiny people that they've shrunk. And they've got that society oh. going on. Uh, you haven't finished the season, so... No, I haven't. They they do address it a oh, lot good, 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 good. in the uh, final episode. Um, which, yeah, I didn't care for, actually. Really? I, di- I didn't care about the hamster village of little people. Oh. Um, but it was because that... The whole season is in the background right. up until the last episode. And this is a short season. It's like seven episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole episode is in that little world. Oh, huh. It gets tiring. Oh. I know they're trying to do something different and, and leave the season off like, you know, with a little more, you know, something, you know, out of the playbook 
well, out of the box, but it's just I didn't care. See, I didn't yeah. care about the little people. See, I kind of I I kind of enjoyed it because they're 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 thrown in there. They have no idea what's going on, and there's already these, like these these uh, micro societies or like like um, Mad Max type gangs already. <laughs> and, like this guy's just thrown into, it and he's like, oh snap. And he has to like adapt or die, you know. And um, yeah. they got the, the the unknown guy who who, who likes bubble gum. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought that seemed really interesting. I almost thought to the point where it'd be cooler if they were in the foreground and then the aliens were in the background. But now that you've said this, I don't. And I'm gonna have to watch the whole thing. Well, yeah, watch that episode. Watch the rest of the season and and let me know what you think okay. because. I, I wanted them to build up on the characters that they had already mm-hmm. instead of building like on the main characters instead of building on this little society that ultimately has no effect on the outside. World. Right. Because it's a side story. and yeah. yeah, it's a it's a big side story. It's just his kid's it's, collection. It's his ant farm. I mean, really, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, it, It's not as bad of a spinoff episode as that freaking episode of Stranger Things. Oh, okay. With 11. It wasn't that <laughs> okay. bad. Okay. But that's yeah, that like, was horrible. I, hate that. I still hate that. I'm sorry. No, no, don't. You and, I, <laughs> you and I are both in agreement. We both hated the wannabe mini X-Men episode. Yeah. Mini X-Men in the 80s because it's the 80s because <laughs> it's Stranger Things. Get it? 80s. <laughs> like, they, they double down on that retro stuff too much. Oh, gosh, yeah. But, I don't know. But yeah, Solar Opposites, I mean, it's it's good. It's a quick watch since it's such a yeah. few episodes. Reach about 20 minutes. If you're a fan of Rick and Morty and you want to tide yourself over until the next season starts, which who knows when that's going to be. Yeah. Um, it, it's worth a watch, but it doesn't live up to even the, not even the lower side of Rick and Morty. No, for, I, not for me, at least. Yeah, it's hard to put your finger on exactly what it is. And maybe it's just... I, I don't know. I, I I warmed up to Rick and Morty like episode one. It was just like boom, I'm a fan. You know, it took um, me three, but still, like they were doing so many things that were new right. to even animated comedies that it kept you entertained. I mean, I I thought they were at, right away. I thought they were making fun of Back to the Future. <laughs> it's just what it made me think of <laughs> right away. <laughs> well, before I watched Rick and Morty, I watched uh, Doc and Marty. Oh, you the, did <laughs> the video that it's based off of. This oh horribly inappropriate they have a they have a doc and marty video that's based off yeah watch it james uh, on an empty stomach oh really okay yeah it's it's really it's really bad all right (laughs) but it's it's on youtube it's easy to find but yeah that's they basically you know cleaned them up right a little bit and put them into rick and morty made them rick and morty that's Um, funny but see that's still a novel idea instead of solar opposites where it's uh Kind of like the odd couple, right? With aliens, yeah, that's true. Unless you, you know, expand on the characters, that's all they are, right? Oh man. So well, I'll, I'll yeah, keep watching watch. it though. I mean, I'm not gonna write it off. Um, I think I watched like three episodes back to back, and then I'm on I, I I'm on episode five, so I've only got like two more episodes. Oh no, is there? Are you sure there's only seven? Or is there eight episodes? Seven or eight. Seven or eight. Okay. But it, it's still like not even a half hour most of the time. So no, it was like still easy to, to go through. Twenty five minutes or something. Yeah, they weren't really long at all. Yeah, crazy. Very cool. Um, cool. Have, have you well, been watching Rick and Morty lately? Uh, I haven't finished the season, even though it's really yeah. short. Yeah. Um, I'm trying not to pay for it. Oh, I gotcha. 
Because gotcha. Adult Swim's app gives you like the marathon viewing for free. Right. right um, but right. I can't get it on my new TV now. Oh, bummer. But I, I, I've seen the first half, the f- first four episodes. Yeah. And it's really good. They're, it they're doing things that are a lot different, um, but still true to the tone of Rick and Morty. Yep. So I'm glad, especially with the whatever crazy number of episodes that they got ordered. I think it was 70 episodes. It's something nuts. Yeah. So I'm glad know. that they're trying to keep it fresh and they are building on each character still. They are. Yeah, I think they're doing a really good job. I'm I'm pretty happy with each episode. I'm always I know it's good when I'm when I want more. Yeah. When the episode's over and I'm like, no, oh, you know, so yeah. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, so. the the best I've seen in the in the first half of the season is uh, Rick does take on. I don't remember if it's a different world or a different dimension of magic. Yeah. And Rick is just the whole episode saying how stupid magic is. And the magicians have like this weird fetish, <laughs> yeah. like a lifestyle with the dragons. <laughs> yes. Because uh... the dragons let them ride them. Like it's this whole thing that's over the top and it... very sexual. <laughs> but it, 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 it's funny. You know, yeah. it works for the show because it's so out there. And the uh, other episode, um, that I really liked from the first half is Morty gets this crystal in his head that he pre or he puts that crystal in his head that predetermines every move that he oh can make. Gosh, that one, that every one's, possibility. That one's so painful to watch because yes. that, that's the one that makes you hate Jerry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh gosh, that's so awful. Because <laughs> oh, he he can start it over if he messes up. Right, that's the one we're talking about. Oh no, 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 no! no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm getting confused with the remote. But that one makes you hate Jerry too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this one, I don't remember I what Jerry was doing. Yeah. Um, but Morty is basically, I mean, he'll, he'll kill whoever he wants to. He'll, right. You know, do whatever he wants to, as long as he finds this future, this route that's in front of him, that gets him to be with Jessica forever. That's right. That's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. Oh man, yeah. They, so it's good. I love the. I like their where their heads at. I like their the the way the flow of the episodes, um, the characters where they're going, um, all the side characters that they have, the crazy side characters that they get. Um, yeah, I like. And then the different dimensions. I mean, it, it, the universe is infinite. They can go any direction, and you're not going to be um, upset. And then the, and then the pop culture that they throw in there, like with face huggers and. And certain things yeah. that we, we we know already, you know, and it, it, and any fanboy um, or that they poke at, you know. And now they're they're bleeding into commercials, which is really funny. Did you notice that they're bleeding into like Burger King commercials and Lay's? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and you're not even sure if it's still the show or not at first, you know, when you first see them. So I I think it's really cool how that how that works. Yeah. See, with Rick and Morty, you have all these possibilities because they've already set up alternate dimensions, mm-hmm. alternate timelines, um, alternate Rick and Ricks and alternate Mortys. So they have a lot, a lot more uh, ground to cover. They have a whole, I mean, they, they set up this whole pathos that they can do. With Solar Opposites, it seems like they're just so restrained. Yeah, they're stuck to Earth for now, as far as we know. Yeah. 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 And they want to leave. So. Yep. Not much you can do uh, beyond that. So, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? They fix their ship, they leave, yep. and then they decide to come back, maybe? And take over the world with their people? I don't know. Yeah. there's. I don't think there's enough material for Solar Opposites That's to true. keep it as fresh as Rick and Morty. 
That's very true. Yeah. Good point, man. <laughs> yep. So, uh, James, you and Jackie did um, talk about oh, yeah. Uncut Gems you already, did. but I did want to chime in because I did see it last night. Oh, please do, man. Yeah, I'd love to hear what you thought. So I thought it was really good. It was one of the most stressful movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, easily. Absolutely. <laughs> because Adam Sandler's character is so hectic. He's, I mean, he's a gambling addict that owes money all across town. He has all these uh, appointments that he's trying to keep. He's trying to make money and swindle off these people and make sure he doesn't get swindled by other people. Like, it's this whole song and dance for him just to survive. And, uh, what I really like, and I didn't realize that the movie was doing this until the end, is it's really mimicking how a gambling addict like actually lives. Right. They have these high highs and these low lows. Right. The high highs, you have hope that you're going to win all this money. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a, a great future. Mm-hmm. And then something happens, and then it just it's rock bottom. It's it's and like, it goes up and down like that, like a like a roller coaster. Oh, totally! It's the it's the adrenaline of getting possibly caught, the adrenaline of um, the risk, uh, the rush of that possibility of winning it big, hitting it big. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, it's just crazy. And of course, we won't go into too much details, but um, of course, in the end, he doesn't win. He doesn't actually win because you know, if he won, like in life. Then he would just, you know, risk it on get a big greedy bit. and risk it all. Big, and it again. Yeah. It's just a nonstop cycle unless something changes. Hmm. But it's uh, one of Adam Sandler's few dramatic roles. Oh, yeah. Really good. He's really good. This is like the, the sliver of like material that he's really good with. No, I agree, man. I think this is one of the best performances off. I've ever seen. Yeah, um, yeah but. What what bothered me with this movie was the you know the intense music of course and then but the um, there's just a ton of scenes where it's just so much dialogue coming at you you know and he's just ignoring these dudes yelling at him and he's yeah. just focusing on the on these customers trying to get them taken care of and then he's got to yell at people to shut up for just a minute or you know no he's, there's always someone after him for for money and they're always talking over someone else did you notice that there's, oh, yeah. it's like never quiet. It's like just constant yelling. Um, the sound was way high on the music, and the movie does a good job of keeping you in this like stressful state the whole yes. time. Yes, it's crazy, just crazy. Well, and you know they probably did that on purpose with oh, absolutely people trying to get money for him oh, or yeah. from him because it's always in the back of his mind that he can ignore that for now mm-hmm. because he'll figure out a way to get their money. So. It's not in the forefront of his mind either. No. And that's kind of how they yeah, have all the dialogue happen. Yeah. It's just talking on top of talking. And you get the most important person talking. You figure out what they're saying. And then the other people, it's like, okay, you know, like, I we know, we know. I don't even know how you write that script. Yeah. Like, do you overlap those words on top of the <laughs> You would, you would have to. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. But they, yeah, they did a good job. The more I thought about it, the more I enjoyed the movie after yeah, I saw too. it. It's so weird because when you're in it, you can't enjoy it. It's like, it's just like you're on the edge of your seat and you're, and you're thinking, oh my God, I hope this guy is not a real person somewhere. But he is. There's somebody out there like that, that lives like that. <laughs> oh, there's there's got to be. Stressed me out. <laughs> there's got to be. The person oh, always geez. trying to get one up on someone else. The yep. person that's always gambling with their future. Oh, 
or their family or their career. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely people like that. Oh, geez, dude. Just knowing that that guy's out there somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's definitely worth a watch. If you're not an Adam Sandler fan, good. Yeah. Like, you will see his, like, his transformation. He's still a little goofy. Yeah. But it's 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 true to the character. It, it, I don't I don't see any problem with it. No, absolutely. It definitely fits with this character. No, I agree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, what else have you watched, James? Um, we watched a bunch of movies. Um, I've been having a hard time finding a series. Well, I did watch uh, uh, the new Steve Carell uh, off slash Office from the writers of the Office. Uh, oh, Space, Space Force. Force. And I finished yeah. the whole thing. It, it was pretty good. It's got it's got a great cast. I didn't know John Malkovich was in it. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's a good storyline. It's hilarious. It's current, you know. So you know, we just got a space force. So you know, makes it funny. They're, they're poking at that, you know, new branch of the military. So it's kind of yeah. it's kind of fun. Um, and I mean, I, I think Steve Carell. Like, I actually like him in this. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like him in the office, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I was kind of annoyed by him. He wasn't my favorite, you know. Uh, but uh, in this, I really like him, and I really like John Malkovich's character. Their 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 um, chemistry makes this show. It makes it so funny because um, you got Steve is a, a five star general, and then John Malkovich is the scientist. He's like the top scientist. I think you really like it. Um, so I watched that, and then I watched I don't know what's with the space theme, but I watched Lucy uh, in the Sky with uh, uh, Natalie Portman. And that was okay. It wasn't. Wasn't that great? <laughs> Wasn't historically accurate either. <laughs> yeah, and it had John and, had John Ham. How weird is that? Uh, and then, um, hmm. and then I watched something else. I watched a few other things. I can't remember. Yeah. How about you? Well, Lucy in the Sky is on my queue, but I'm not in a rush to watch it. I wouldn't be. Yeah, the reviews. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with the Space Force, just really quick. Sure. A lot of people didn't like it, but do you think it was because they were expecting The Office? They were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it it doesn't have um it the camera isn't that, you know, like handheld camera. It's not like a documentary type vibe to it. Yeah. So I I think um that's kind of what people were, were hoping for, but the mm-hmm. humor is in line, like that those funny moments that probably people who work in the military are going to find really funny. And the fact that we're in a military type town that we've grown up here with military folk, you're really going to find funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but good. outside a military city, maybe you're not going to pick up on some of those jokes in that queue. I don't know. It's just I think for the city we live in, like it's going to be funnier here than a city than a more universal setting where they most people what work in an office setting. Right. Yeah. So it's not funny. Certain things aren't as funny to them. So. It's not going to appeal to them as much. It's not like a repeat of The Office, which I like, by the way. Good, good. Um, and they're, the storyline's good. I mean, here you have this general, and he's got to take his family from D.C. to some place in Colorado, you know? And then his wife, I don't know what she did, but uh, I don't know if I want to give it away. Too many spoilers. You should definitely watch it. But uh, she ends up doing something, and it kind of messes up things for him. So. Oh, yeah, pretty interesting. Um, his character is definitely similar to Michael Scott in a lot of ways. And I don't know if it's mm-hmm. just because it's him, but not as annoying as Michael Scott. Um, he has a lot. He has more of a backbone and he doesn't have to be everyone's friend. That's what I like. So gotcha. he, he stands up for himself and sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it does. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, you'll you'll like it. I I can't believe I finished it as fast as I did. Um, Jackie didn't like it as much. Oh, but she's a huge, she's a huge Office fan, you know. And I watched British Office before I watched regular Office, so that's you know. the way it should be. Yeah, so like I'm not as attached to regular Office <laughs> or American. Yeah, Office. me neither. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have that that desire. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh cool cool I, yeah. I wanted to make sure because it's been kind of polarizing between uh critics and audiences right what do critics say do they like it or does no audience, they, they hate don't... it oh really weird but audiences are like yeah it's good yeah yeah i think i think it appeals to military people i think that's why um i Maybe. mean i i could see that maybe i'm misspeaking i don't know <laughs> um i mean really the only thing i've watched is the uh mythic quest quarantine episode <laughs> it is a special quarantine episode <laughs> oh cool um that's mostly over zoom weird uh and it kind of works oh good huh because they're supposed to be in like you know modern day right and it's uh it, it stays with the characters it stays with the story that would have happened if huh. these are real people in a uh, video game industry and uh i'm surprised like some good content actually came out of uh the qu- people just being at home in how, quarantine how amazing is that yeah <laughs> that's hard it, to do when i first heard of it i i was worried that it was going to be like i don't know if you ever watched modern family that much james but there's yeah. a modern family episode where it's like all from somebody's screen on their computer oh and you see people like typing out emails and like FaceTiming and all this stuff. It was really badly done uh, where it's just boring. Right. Like the whole family couldn't be there together for some reason. So they kept FaceTiming and calling each other and emailing each other instead. Oh, weird. But it wasn't during quarantine. This was like 10 years ago. How weird. Huh. So I was like, well, as long as it's not like that, uh, it'll be good. And it was. And they pulled it off. I've seen um, music videos of you know, big bands uh, that they've made in quarantine and some of them work. Most of them don't. Right. Um, I've seen talk shows in quarantine. Right. Most of them don't work. Um, right. But this one, like it's a, it's a standalone episode that's kind of out of the first season anyway. Like it's its own separate thing. It works. Fantastic. That's good I was surprised. Hear. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we've been watching like Conan, you know, and mm-hmm. he's actually still funny. But I can't, oh, yeah. I can't watch, I can't watch it every day though. You can only yeah. watch here and there, you know? Um, and then we watched, oh, what's his name? Uh, Negan Walking Dead. I, I just turned on AMC and he was doing a show with his wife. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. And it's, I think it's something with the Morgans. I can't remember. I don't know. What? Yeah. It's some show that was on there and uh. he had a bunch of other celebrities that they were zooming with or something. It was actually funny. It was actually, oh, really? yeah, I was shocked. I would never watch that on purpose, Robert. I just turned it on, <laughs> and, and he was there, and I'm like, "What's this?" You know, that was pretty good. But but mainly, we've been watching like ghost shows. Like I don't know why on on the Travel Ghost Channel, just because it's something to watch. Well, they have like a quarantine episode, and they're distancing, but they they're hunting ghosts. <laughs> That's oh my, gosh. oh my gosh! This is what we've resorted to. Maybe uh, there's a ghost in my room. <laughs> Maybe there's a ghost in my underwear. It's like, really? We quarantined the ghost. <laughs> We're sitting with a ghost here on Zoom right now. <laughs> he was quarantined uh, too. That's how he died. No. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> that sounds awful to me. 
there's actually some uh there's some there's that one show portals to hell with uh jack osborne that's pretty good mm-hmm. and then what was the other one we caught there's this one with three they're like three younger kids and they go to like prisons all over america that are haunted or mines Mm-hmm. that one's interesting it's kind of like a real life scooby-doo but yeah after like three episodes you're like done you know you're not watching anymore so we're moving on so i would too at that point i would too yeah i'm just i think i'm just tired of being home <laughs> oh gotcha well we all are and you can tell that people are getting more out and about and uh being more optimistic about the whole coronavirus thing but yeah never forget it's still here it is it's still a yeah and it's gonna be a theme for probably a little more that but you know the travel channel they can't travel so all they have is the ghost shows that's all they can do just throw some reruns yeah Yeah. but i wish they would throw some reruns so i could travel vicariously through the travel channel because they are the travel channel (laughs) not the ghost channel (laughs) well somebody's got to tell them that i could send an email i guess or tell (laughs) or tell tlc that their name stands for the learning channel Right. What happened to that? Now it's like, like uh, it's hoarders. Or, I don't even know what's on there anymore. Pimple popper. Is that on there? Uh, boo boo kitty or honey boo boo, whatever her name is. And uh, 90 day fiance. There's like oh, four different right, series right. of 90 day fiance. I'm confusing my networks. Yeah. Nah, I, fine. I can't handle any of that stuff unless it's my big genie wedding or not genie. What do they call them? Uh, gypsy. Gypsy. My big gypsy wedding. I can't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well anyways i guess ne- uh you're gonna give a uh, space force a chance i'll give it a chance yeah sweet you have to let me know how it goes man sure john malkovich he- he's great i always like him yeah. he's good i think you'll like the cast there's uh, one of our favorites from uh and i wish he was on it more but one of, one of our favorite characters from um or actors from uh, venture brothers is in it so uh, like, patrick warburton you know you know you knew already but yeah, well, he, he's the biggest name on Venture Brothers. So he, he is, he is. But um, he plays a he plays a general as well, and he's so funny. He is so funny. But you, you'll like the really? cast. You'll be shocked. I was shocked. I didn't know this. I hadn't seen any previews for this. We just saw it was on like typical Netflix. We turn it on, and there's Steve Carell. It was the day that this show was released, you know. So I just hit play, and mm-hmm. opening credits. I'm reading all the names. I'm like whoa <laughs> wow how come i haven't heard of this show <laughs> dang yeah i was i was pretty happy with it so cool yep well all right man um if we don't have anything else to talk about i guess this concludes this episode um check out our website i did give it a little bit of a facelift and i did uh some new uh images for t-shirts and bumper stickers and stuff and um you should go buy one all right i guess uh we'll talk about space for us next time get robert's opinion yep. and hopefully some we'll find some other gems have a good one all right back